So the dunce cap is off. You don't know what you lost. Ooh, where are you snapping? I don't know how the song goes, so like I don't know what the beat is. Oh, and now you're dropping your microphone. Well, that's because you were snapping off beat. I had to. Drop well, okay. That. How does the song go? Try to make it work, but you act like a jerk. Silly of me to keep holding on. Ooh. Okay, so there's like a little syncopation in the melody. Yeah, a little bit. That, that's where it was throwing me off. Oh, I guess. I just I just thought you were rhythmic. I, I'm good with rhythm, Are please. You? I have great rhythm. Do you? Yes. I don't know that I have any... I don't can't think of you dancing or snapping. Have you seen like, me? I got all good grades in my dance classes in uh, NYU Tisch School of the Arts. Well, I wasn't there for that, but you program. say that as if I, I was, was not also in Tisch School of the I, Arts. Yeah, but did you dance? Did you dance? No, did but I wrote dance? songs, darling, with yeah. rhythm involved. And uh, my teacher, Lloyd Colbreth, who was um, a Broadway dancer, one time, oh my God. This, oh my God. <laughs> one time, um, he made me perform. He was like, everyone sit down and watch him do it. Mm. And I had to do the whole routine for the entire class. Wow. And he was just like, I want everyone to perform exactly with that much gusto and enthusiasm gusto. every single time. What a performer. Do you still have those dance chops, do we think? Uh, I can <laughs> dance. I can move. The steps yes. were easy. I, I, was, I, I should also say I was in the intermediate level of my, mm. of the musical theater kids. So like I was among the people who could move really well, but like weren't like dancers. Right. So I'm not going to be in a chorus line. Was there an advanced? Like, there was class? an advanced. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I would probably be one of the bad dancers in the advanced class. Love that. Yeah. But I was one of the Better dancers than the intermediate class. Hey, better than beginner. Was there a beginner class? There was, yes. There you go. Were there, that just filled with vocalists, like a bunch of Mariahs? Uh, uh, Mariahs, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, High bar, I it, it was a very, It was a very mixed bag. It was okay. a very, very mixed bag. We were a very quirky class, you know. Who Of your class, how many people are on Broadway? Oh, how many people got to Broadway? Yeah. Uh, Two. Okay. Out yeah. of how many? Out of uh, well, we started off as like sixty. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a bigger number but than you I was know, thinking. People are like working in regional theater, or okay. like, or you know, doing stuff where some of us are on like really great YouTube shows, hey. and or and you know, made feature films hey. that will be coming out at some point. Um, <laughs> it's this spring summer, summer, right? Zip, zip, I don't know. Zip, 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 oh, zip, 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 zip. I, we were allowed to say it the uh, other week. Uh, uh, were we? Yeah. Uh, it, it'll, y'all will see it soon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh God. Hi everybody. Welcome back to the Two Game Mets podcast. Woo! Another week of excitement. Another week of perfection. Matt Steele. Yeah. How was your week? My week was Actually, really, really good. First time. I, it wasn't. It's not the first time. I've had good weeks before. I feel like usually, like, oh, it was horrible. No, I've had some like really, really good news this week. Yeah, like, you know, I'll like talk about later. In okay. The oh, but you know, I did a lot of fun things. Saw some people. Had some, had some friend moments. We and, love that. And I um, saw the movie The Invisible Man with starring Elizabeth I heard Moss that was herself. Horrible. It's excellent. What? It's. it's uh, who told you it was horrible? I heard online people were like, "This is the dumbest movie I've ever it's, seen." It's that's why. I it's great. <laughs> That's why it's so much fun. It's so dramatic. And motherfucker, I saw that movie in IMAX. <laughs> why? I had no idea it was coming out on IMAX, and I'm thrilled it did. Who did you go with? I uh, went with my friend Connor. 
Okay. And uh, we're still so and so <laughs> we're still doing uh, this. And okay. So um, I it's just from top to bottom, just utterly ridiculous. Did Connor I, like it? Yes, we had a really great time. The um, literally the title card is utterly. Do you want me to explain? Like spoiler alert. I, I want you to explain it in two less than one minute. So the opening shot. Okay, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to know. Uh, it starts off with waves crashing on the ocean, and then the waves like shoot, like hit a rock, and then jump up, and then as the waves fall down. It look the title cards look like the waves are like falling on invisible letters. So you read no balance and it's just the no. invisible man as the water drips. It's so great. That's not a spoiler. It's also, re- it's not a spoiler, but you know, it made me laugh. Um, yeah, it's really fun. It's just super campy. A couple plot holes, but like, <laughs> but like it doesn't matter because it's like, just so much. Fun. What a dumb plot. Like it's why would the, anyone write this? I think it's like one of the best plots of a movie since Bride Wars, <laughs> which is one of my favorite plots that people shat on. I've never seen that movie, but Casey Wilson and June Diane Raphael wrote it. Really? Yes. Casey Wilson wrote that. Yes. I that is a movie that I remember seeing the trailer for, and everyone was just like, "This looks so stupid. This looks so stupid." And I was like, "This." Looks amazing. What the hell is everyone talking about? All right. I think I have it on Blu-ray. I think I wanted a white elephant or yeah, something. Yeah, I think I saw it. I see it like in our... All right. Well, I guess room. I got to watch it. You've never watched I've it? I've never watched it. We should watch it together. I would see watch if it's that. as good as The Invisible Man. I'm telling you, like, you would have fun. And it is It is very well directed, like, mm. very well done. Like, it's very suspenseful. So, I'm telling you, I stand The Invisible Man. Well, some of us uh-huh. saw a film uh-huh. that was a huge success this year. And has been making lots of money, and I assume is the front runner for Best Picture at the moment. What are you? So I saw uh-huh. Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course, did <laughs> you like Jay, it? I loved it. That's great. It is so much fun. It is very well done. They clearly made Sonic look much better throughout. Um, it's starring many people. Of course, James Marsden is the main character. Mm-hmm. He is like the human man, uh, equil- uh, uh, like friend of Sonic, who is voiced by. Ben Schwartz, I believe his name is. He was a guy who's on Parks and Rec. Um, I didn't realize that uh, James Marsden, why James Marsden's wife in the movie was uh, Tika Sumter, mm-hmm. who I loved. She's so gorgeous. So, and also Natasha Rothwell from Insecure plays Tika's sister, and Adam Pally from Happy Endings mm-hmm. is also um, a friend of James Marsden's, and also works on like the police department or whatever. So there was like an all-star cast. It was a great film. I was invested. I was in- intrigued. I was moved. I, I love which their has friendship. the higher Rotten Tomatoes score. I mean, I imagine Sonic. Really? Yeah, then Sonic has like 60s. Man? Okay. Invisible Man is horrible. Like, I. You don't even know that. I Who do are know you it. Talking to I do know it. The Invisible Man Rotten. What is that score? Tomatoes. Um, the Invisible Man Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. How many people have responded, have uh, reviewed two, it? 238 actual critics, and it's 90%, and an 89% audience score of 3,713. I don't, let me look this up. Do you want to look at my phone, motherfucker? There is no way. When I tell way. you, it is extremely well done. I'm not like it, this. the way it's directed is really good. Like well, you re- like even though even though like so so much of it is so completely ridiculous. Like you're just like oh, you're gasping, you're grabbing, you're clutching your. Pulse. I don't imagine. There's, there's one moment. Ooh, the <laughs> audience just went. And the audience was just like, oh, we did that, and it's like, yeah, you fucking did that. Well, I'm telling you, it's great, and Rotten Tomatoes agrees with me. Well, so, it's not making sorry, as much money as Sonic the Hedgehog is right now, darling. Sorry about is that. Sonic the Hedgehog on IMAX. I, well, Sonic. I mean, is the Invisible Man making sixty? 
million dollars its opening weekend. I didn't think so. Yeah, but it's opening to critical I guess it's a fucking flop. I don't know. I just care about the money, darling. I'm I'm looking for that. It's interesting how like the bar is just being lowered and lowered. Oh, the the bar of like success of people making Mm. money and actually making the money back that was put into the movie. I'm just saying that if Oscar voters had to vote right now, they would definitely there would definitely be more votes for the Invisible Man. Well, I disagree with that. I think Silent Night Hog is a brilliant film Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. starring brilliant actors. I'll just see the Invisible Man and then we'll sing. I won't. That freaking storyline is truly the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. It was like, I can't believe anyone would pay money to see this. But of course, you did. Of course. <laughs> In IMAX. Matt Palmer. Oh, yes. Side song, Hedgehog, how was your week? My week has been quite good. Um, I'm trying to think what I was up to this week. I moved to my new section in my day job. That was nice. Um... It was, yeah, I just have no, no huge news, but like we put up that great Tony Braxton review and I've been listening to a lot of Tony Braxton in, you know, reference to that. And so I just have been remembering the greatness of Tony Braxton. Secrets, her first album, Tony Braxton, The Heat, of course, an mm. iconic album. And they even listened to Sex and Cigarettes today on the way to my workout class. That's so like, great. Oh, what an oh. iconic You were class today? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. It was great. And then, then I, I went there and then I went to my friend Rory's uh, and I was on his podcast and called <gasps> Super Excited Pod. Oh my and, God, shout um, out to I'm super excited. Yes, exactly. And it was very fun to be there. And uh, yeah, it was a great week. Yeah, you might recognize Rory. He was on our review of Mariah's World, the TV oh, reality Yes, show. he was. That was the only thing he's been on of our I show. I think so. Yeah. I, once we get a third mic for this, he should be on the podcast. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. This has been a good week for both of us. I know. And like I today, love today I had um, my friend Lauren had her bridal shower. And so love I d- did a lot of like, you know, girl things. We love brides. We love brides. We love, we love brides. Brides. I love the brides, <laughs> and we love bride wars. I've never seen it, but I love it because of Casey Wilson. There was so. no, there were no wars at this bridal shower. That's great. We're waiting for the wedding. Oh, God. are you I'm, ready to I'm war? A, I'm a bridesman. So, oh, great. Yeah. Are there other bridesmen? Yes, the ma- there's a man of honor. Really? Yeah. So he has a higher status than I do, technically. That gay. I know there should He's be a, that should be a movie like uh, the Bridesman Wars. Hey, and we're like you could think of a better title. <laughs> 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 but yes, the theme should be a movie, and you should write it so yeah. get on it oh, I'm exhausted I know you just wrote a movie but hey I mean t- I didn't just write I've had Devo's written for <laughs> a, a, a long time hey well now's the time you gotta get on it I know I know alright so are we ready to hop into let's hop in let's hop right in Guys, if anyone's been on Twitter this weekend, or if anybody is just plugged into their Mariah and or JoJo news, we um, all know. What a moment. <laughs> what a fucking moment. So, Joe Anna Levesque, um, who is not only our, the name of our... Um, Roomba. Roomba, yes. <laughs> we named our Roomba Joanna Levesque. <laughs> well, Matt Steele did, uh, but I support it. Uh, went to Mariah Carey's The Butterfly Returns in Las Vegas this weekend, and of course uh, Mariah is n- knows JoJo very well now that JoJo, uh, I think a couple Christmases ago, recorded a cover of Missing Most at Christmas Time, and Mariah commented and said this was lovely, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and Mariah loves anyone who loves her. Exactly! <laughs> and so Mariah invited JoJo backstage, and they got together, and Mariah's been doing this thing on Instagram where she's singing like, you know, B-sides and album tracks for people with her background singers and she added Jojo into the mix to sing some backgrounds with think, her. Do you think Mariah was like, Jojo, do you know everything fades away? And Jojo was like, uh, yeah, which harmony? I think, I mean, I would love that for all of us, but I mean, everything fades away is a deep cut. It wasn't even on an album, so. Yeah, but it was a B-side. But it anyone, was. I, even I know everything fades yes, away. Yes, but because like, and how did you find everything fades away? Did they give it to you? No, you you played it in your car yeah. like, several and times as we've been right. driving, and I'm just like, this song is so great, and you're like, this was a B-side. It was. I can't believe it didn't make music on box. On music box. 
<laughs> which is Matt Steele's least favorite Mariah album. And like, if it was just on Music Box instead of like one of those other ones. <laughs> I mean, I think Music Box has a lot of great songs. But yes, they were definitely going for a more pop sound and everything fades away on that album. So Tommy or the powers that be did not allow it to that's appear. That's so rude. Very upsetting. If you had to replace us, everything fades away with something on Ooh, Music Box. that's a good question. Um, give me a second. I need to look up the track list. But, okay. um, well, we're going to talk about the JoJo video. Oh, my God. I just thought to see those two queens and just to see Jojo interacting with her queen in that way, because Jojo's a serious lamb. Like Jojo yes. loves Mariah and has loved her since she's come out. And uh, I just really appreciated seeing how much love was in her eyes and Mariah would do little ad libs mm-hmm. <laughs> during it. And you'd see Jojo just like melt into the puddle in the corner of the video. And Mariah's and like, like Mariah's like, everyone comfortable? And Jojo's like, I've never been more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And it happened on Leap Day. Yeah. And it's just like that just goes to show everything good happens on Leap Day. So uh, um, okay. I've yeah. never heard that. But well, like, it's true. Every four years it's uh, like good things happen on Leap Day. Okay. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, if I were to remove a song from Music Box right now, I actually like Music Box. Yeah, it's a sweet song. Um, no, not the song, the album. Oh, the album. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it has lovely moments. Incredible. It, vocals. Obviously, it has hero. It has dream. Incredible lover. vocals throughout. Incre- oh, I mean, the vocals go without saying. Yes. Like, obviously, she sounds incredible. Right. But she always sounds incredible. That's darling. true. And but you know, it's just. I would maybe take away, and I, the thing is, I love the remix version of this, uh, but the album version of Never Forget You, I find a little plain. Okay. And Everything Fades Away could probably be a better, like, Can't Let Go, can't let go Part 2 on that album versus, okay. what, what would you take off of Music Box? You think I remember Well, it? girl, you should remember. It was a classic. It's her biggest selling album worldwide. I just remember listening to it all the way through and being like, I don't like this as much as Butterfly. <laughs> I mean, nothing's as good as Butterfly. Let's be serious. I don't like serious. this as much as Daydream. Anything jumping out at you um, that you could remove? Do, 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 do. Um, I'm going to say just to hold you once again, just because I don't remember it. It's a very nice song. Okay. <laughs> well, that was, I took a shot you in did the dark, a shot in the dark, and I appreciate it. Oh, it's playing. Sorry, one second. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, seeing JoJo and Mariah interacting backstage was so exciting. And JoJo's new single, Man, comes out in less than two weeks now, the, the Friday the 13th. Guys, buy stream, man. Yes. Do everything you can for I man. just actually watched, and someone emailed us about this, and was like, you guys have to watch the JoJo documentary, which is on YouTube right now, and I watched it while I was at work. Well, I more listened to it and watched it but it's just like man she's been through so much yeah she has been through so much and she's really coming out the other side and she was talking about how she put out a single she didn't love from the last album and i assume she was talking about when love hurts oh <laughs> because oh. well i mean that wasn't from the last album it wasn't but she's like i they wouldn't let me put things out until i put out this song and i was like i think it, and she's it like it has I didn't, to be when love hurts because be. what were the singles of like fuck apologies love. fuck apologies which is great excellent yeah. she can't be talking about that yeah so of course not unless I, she's talking about like was vibe a single Single, Not really, is, and it should have Vibe been. is amazing. Vibe is it. And fad, really. fake-ass bitches? Yeah, it could have been. I mean, no, I assume song. it was I assume it was When Love Hurts. Just because okay. that's not really her sound. Yeah, totally. Even though I love some of her dance music. Like, I love uh, all that song she wrote with M&EK. Good thing. Yes, good thing I love. And also a song that didn't make the album that I think was on a mixtape. Maybe, like, Love Joe 2, um, which is called Right on Time. And it samples I Love You Always Forever or whatever, that song. And so she... Uh, didn't 
put it out on anything. And I think she took it off off of SoundCloud because the original writer of like, I love you always forever, like reached out and was like, you're not paying me for this. And it's like, bitch, it's on SoundCloud. No one's making money from this. Wow. But whatever. That song is excellent. And it's going to be playing at my wedding. So I won't get ready for okay. that. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a JoJo wedding. And JoJo, we're the biggest fans of JoJo. And JoJo's a big fan of Sue Game Max, I mean, guys. I love that it goes both ways. <laughs> Thank it's you really for supporting great. us, JoJo. Do you think she's listening right now? I don't. But I would love if she was. And Someone, I if that. you're connected to JoJo, let her know that we're talking about her. Yes, you and really think, should. And thinking about her. Yes. Always. And our Roomba is named after her. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. It's so true. And I feel like JoJo is very similar to Elizabeth Warren in that she's underrated but iconic. And iconic. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> and just like, is a fighter. Yes. And just like, lets people know. And speaking of artists and or songs that remind us of political candidates. Oh. <laughs> I've decided, we've been... We put up a video about Stupid Love, mm-hmm. <laughs> the new Lady Gaga single. We mm-hmm. put it up on Friday, mm-hmm. listened to it on Thursday after the leak from a month ago, and it's mm-hmm. the same song. Um, and, you know, I think we're all friends here listening to this podcast, right? Yeah, we can all keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell any of your monster friends because we can't have it. It's not great. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I feel like Gaga is, and this song is similar to a Bernie Sanders where it's, (laughs) where it's like, (laughs) girl, you're saying, (laughs) bitch, you agree. Look at that face. I can see you. But the reason being, it should work. Everything you're doing and saying and like what you've done on the surface. The sentiment is there. I like that it's up-tempo. I like that it's a pop song. I like that she's working with a Max Martin. Everything on paper should mean I love you, but it's just like, is there anything behind this? (laughs) 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 Am I making enemies right now? (laughs) Uh, You're making a friend out of me, girl. (laughs) I just feel like it's a little, and we want an Elizabeth Warren who has the plans <laughs> in tow. Who has the, the substance. Yes, the substance beyond the words. Yep. And so I feel like lyrically with Stupid Love. It's just like, what are, what are we saying? <laughs> what, what are we, what are we And doing? the thing is, Gaga is an artist that, of course, pop songs don't always need to be saying something, but Gaga always says something. Even yes. when she's not saying something, she's saying something, yes. apparently. Yes. It's not like fucking uh, Even, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Yeah. <laughs> Alejandro's about Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and it's like, okay, uh, we're on board. Sure. sure. Whatever. Yeah, she but walks down the street wearing inflatable cones down Paris' right. sidewalks, and you're just like, yes, this means everything. Yeah, she's against Trump. Look at those cones. <laughs> I just, okay, Lady Gaga's whole thing is a giant chorus. She loves a big chorus, mm-hmm. a big melodic shift, a big moment, and what's the chorus of the song? I want your stupid love, love noise. And it's like, that was cool in 2016 when Justin Bieber did it with Sorry, but like, we're a little. I mean, don't. Sorry. Has I mean, of course. No, I'm not going to. I'm not saying a bad thing about Sorry. I'm just saying the whole, we're going to use the music as a hook has kind of been done. Yes. You know? Yes. And if Lady Gaga's whole thing is a giant chorus, then give us a giant chorus. Yes. And the thing is, just like, Lady Gaga, we know you can deliver. Yes. The best. Not yes. even just greatness, but the best. And that's why it's like, I am in a weird place knowing that Dua Lipa's also disco sounding singles. Because the thing is, the best thing about Stupid Love is that it's up tempo and it sounds like a disco song. It sounds like yes. songs from her early, like from her Born This Way era, which just reminds us of the nostalgia we have for that era of Gaga, which was amazing. But why, is, why are Dua Lipa's singles better than yours? Dua Lipa's second single is better than your first, Lady Gaga. And I can't... It's it's just kind of just... I, the thing is, it's like, if it, when it's playing, I'm just like, yeah, fun, woo, woo. Right. But then, like, 
the fact that people were just like, I've been listening to Stupid Love all day and I will be listening to it forever. And the fact that people, because it's like, look, if you like the song, great. That's yes, wonderful. Lo- like, love of course, that for you. there's nothing to like hate about the song. But the fact that people are saying that it's one of her best leading singles, yes. the fact that people are like putting it above even applause, which is like applause. a very good song, yes. like just yes. ha- that has so much more to it. Yes. Like it's just really discouraging. I know, I know. I've seen people put it above bad romance. That, I mean, those people <laughs> are just. Yeah, I know they're delusional, but I just and that's the thing is like. I like Lady Gaga, like I like Bernie, <laughs> but <laughs> the people who love them make them so unlikable because you just <laughs> are so like, I've never been nicer about a worse song in a video than of stupid love. And everyone's like, you guys are negative assholes. And it's like, I literally said, I'm excited for the album, which I am. Yes. Yeah, so we were very nice. We in were that video. very nice in that video. Like, we were just kind of cracking jokes. Right. About, like, Joanne, she was wearing cowboy hats <laughs> and like, we want uh, some dance pop again. Right. You know? Yeah. People, I mean, no matter what you put online, people are just going to find, are just going to be like true. angry about it. Especially like if they're, you know, defending I'm their trying number to think, one. Who do you think of the people we've said, like, we don't love this single about, have the fans been the least horrible? Oh, um, honestly, like with... Me, yeah. Taylor Swift's me. Like we liked the song in the video, and, and even, were like, even people in the comments were just like, "No, we hate this." <laughs> I was just it's like, true. Guys, you guys are Swifties. Like, I defend know. your girl. I like, know. I mean, they were right. <laughs> it was in a good mood. I that like day. me. I skip me now. Every I mean, time. I don't need to skip or listen to me. Right. Like to me, me is just like ah, that's nice. It existed. Yes. Um, so who knows? I, I am truly excited about the album. I'm excited. She's going back to her pop roots. She's worked with incredible people, even on this song. So I think they've come up with something better than this vacuum of a song that stupid love is. And the thing is, I was going to text you and be like, Hey, let's think of pop songs that relate to all the democratic candidates. Cause that'd be fun. That's really, fun. I was thinking never really over Katy Perry for Elizabeth Warren as well. Cause it's also an underrated, amazing thing. <laughs> and, and she's never over. And she's never <laughs> over. But then I was like, Oh, what would Pete be? But then he dropped he out. He dropped out. <laughs> so we don't. Well, he could have a song that's about like, you did it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you did it. Like, you did it. Yeah. Yay. Thank you for uh, consolidating the votes against um, the Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to hate us from this I'm sorry, guys. As you could have probably, probably gathered, tell. not the biggest... Uh, we're not Barney Brothers. We're, we're not feeling the burn. <laughs> we are not. But guys. of course, if he gets the nomination, of we'll course, vote for him. Yes. Without you question. Gotta you got to do. Gotta, but right now, we're in the primaries, and you should vote for your heart. So follow who you want to vote for. And... Um, yeah, that is kind of like a fun exercise, though. We should have that for next week's um, podcast, mm. or maybe next week's video. <laughs> that's not a bad idea because, like, I, that's the thing. Who would Mike Bloomberg oh, be? Oh, uh, who? Uh, well, <laughs> the the thing, the problem with that video is though the the people would really come oh, they in the hate YouTube. Us. Oh, they would they, they would find us. our ad because the Bernie fans are. Not all of them, but you know, many of them, not many, but too many are crazy and Would, like will find our address right, and stalk us I and know. like kick and try to get and us we to don't need deactivate that. all we of our accounts. We don't need that. No, Would don't Bloomberg need that. be 
Justin Bieber's yummy because like so much money was put into this huge, <laughs> this huge fucking flop. That's the that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm just life. trying to think what makes that's, sense. That's utterly true. Like that's so fucking funny. And the thing is, as much as like Pete was, you know, he kind of changed his tune throughout his campaign. He was not my candidate. I will still say the fact that an openly gay man got this far in the primary and wonderful. like got this, you know, yes. got this. This many people behind him it's amazing yes. so you know and if and like honestly like i liked pete like i i i the only really bad thing that i could really find to say about him is like oh he's young doesn't have as much experience as the yeah. other people but you know his flaw like they all have their own flaws in their own right. or their own especially has you know blind spots he's right. was the mayor of a small town in indiana obviously he had a hard time attracting voters of color and very um diverse people but you know it's that's a given um especially given his age and experience yeah um but you know i liked pete yeah i and honestly the thing i liked a lot about pete was his stands out of all the political candidates his stands were by far the nicest yeah they were the pete Buttigieg stands they were like the britney stands they were politics like it was just like they were all just like come on guys we like pete (laughs) we're all in this together whereas the other fan hardcore fans are just Screaming at each other. I mean, it makes sense that Mandy Moore was a Pete stand because she's so nice. She's so sweet. She's just a sweet little angel. Uh, And I love that for her. But I mean, I mean, he did amazing things. I hope he and Chasson. Chasson, yeah. Chasson. I hope they have a lovely life and rest of his political career together. Do you think that Joe Biden was like, hey, I'll give you a cabinet position if you drop out? I mean, if he did, it would make sense. That would be the time for for that. Yes, consolidate those votes. Get consolidate those votes, get your position, build up your resume. Gotta do it. You know he's gonna run forever. I know, he'll be around. He'll be around. And you know who else is still around? (laughs) Christina Aguilera. Is she? What happened? Well, she's recording a new version of Reflection for the Mulan movie. Oh, <laughs> Yes, she okay. announced that at the Experience in Las Vegas recently. It also seems like she's recording new material for the new Mulan movie. So I'm like, what does that mean? Okay. So, Interesting. I don't know. I guess we got to keep our eyes peeled and ears to the grindstone. This song for... won't be featured in the movie, will it? Because the movie's done. The movie, I mean, is, the movie comes out in 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be in the like the credits. I assume it won't be in the bit movie movie. Maybe it'll be a promotional but thing. May, I'm sure the like, soundtrack will have just a Christina Aguilera reflection part 2.0 or but something. But is Leia Salonga recording a new That's version? That's what other people are asking, like. No, <laughs> I mean I'm gonna. I don't know that, but I think we can all just assume no, she is not. Well, because she's probably just like, why do I need to record it again? My voice sounds exactly the same, right? And also, like, Christina, there's a bigger celebrity. No shade. We love Leia. Not Sanja. in the Philippines. That, true. Not in the <laughs> Philippines. Not in the Philippines. But I would imagine internationally, there's more name recognition for okay. Christina Aguilera. All right. All right. I'm not maybe. <laughs> maybe just maybe. Maybe you just maybe. There. I do not on Broadway. Not in New York City. Maybe or the the the, <laughs> the, area. the the area of New York City, right? Yeah, you do. You Not know you. Radio City Music Hall Tony Awards in 1991. Right, that was all about what she went for. She won Best Leading Actress for Miss Saigon. Oh, hello. I didn't know, but oh that's great. God. I love that for yeah, her. It is great, wasn't it? Um, Disney has moved the Love Simon TV show from Disney Plus to Hulu. Rough. <laughs> I mean, I like Hulu. I already have Hulu. Sure. But the fact that Disney Plus was was like, ooh, this is too much. Yeah, like this isn't family friendly. And it's like, I mean, there's just like gay shit happening in it. Like, come on. That's rough. Did you also hear Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff's uh, commented on the fact that. What do you think the next story is, darling? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) She had a whole Instagram post about it. And uh, she's requesting that Disney move it from um, 
Disney Plus to Hulu because it basically is right now dead. Like they were starting to shoot it, they were starting production, and then Disney Plus was like, no. This mm-hmm. is too slutty or whatever. I um, loved the tweets all about it, though. They were just like, let Lizzie McGuire get dick. I know. It was very funny. So Hody Duff posted to her 14.7 million Instagram followers, was incredibly excited to launch Lizzie on Disney Plus and My Passion Remains. However, I feel a huge responsibility to honor the fans' relationship with Lizzie, who, like me, grew up seeing themselves in her. I'd be doing a disservice to everyone by limiting the realities of a 30-year-old's journey to live under the ceiling of a PG rating. It's important to to me that just as her experiences as a preteen slash teenager navigating life were authentic, her next chapters were at, are equally as real and relatable. It would be a dream if Disney would let us move the show to Hulu if they were interested and I could bring this beloved character to life again. And honestly, is there anything else besides like Lizzie wants dick? <laughs> like, I just feel like what else is a ne- like a normal 30 year old person doing that's not PG? Yeah. You know, like what are they talking It's so interesting because I just saw because I... I was too old for That's So Raven when That's So Raven was popular on Disney Channel. That was when I was just like, okay, we're aging out here. Um, And I know That's So Raven was more of a sitcom. Like there was like a laugh track and everything, which Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens in that sort of era did not have. Oh, I didn't know they Um, didn't have laugh tracks. Oh, no, Lizzie McGuire did not have Were they single camera? It was single camera, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, And so... um, and so I just and so I didn't really watch that so Raven yeah. when I was younger, but uh, I was over Christmas. Me and my brother were up late, and the Disney Channel was on, and so we saw the new Raven series mm. and everything. And it's very much like oh, it's just another kids show, except like Raven is now the mom, but it's yeah. about the kids and everything. So right. like I wonder if they tried to do the same thing with Lizzie McGuire and mm. Hilary Duff was just like no, this is going to be like about me as an adult. It's right. not going to be about like my kids or something, right? You know? So. That's the thing. I feel like it. I, I would like if Hulu would pick it up and see it. Not that I was a big Lizzie McGuire fan. I was definitely too old. I was just like, I don't care about this. But, you know, people, a lot of people grew up with Lizzie McGuire. And if yeah. there was a chance to get a new incarnation of her and Hillary Duff is in for it, like, why the fuck not? Like, give the people what oh, yeah, they want. Jump on this, Hulu. People would find you. Remember when that network, when Brooklyn Nine-Nine got canceled and then whatever network took it over? NBC took it. And they it? took it and everyone was just like, our heroes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But I feel like it's more Disney like it's less Hulu being like oh we don't want it and more Disney Plus being like no this is our property and we won't give it to you even though they're I mean, all owned yeah, by Disney owns Hulu to it like ABC owns Hulu oh, which really? Disney owns ABC so it's like why not just let it move to Hulu like yeah. what, what difference does it make yeah you're still getting that money Disney. I know it seems obvious to me but you never know um so this is more for you okay Apparently, Chris Evans is in talks to star in Greg Berlanti's Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. How do you feel about it? Sure. I mean, does, I assume he'd be playing like the nerd guy. No, um, no, the person who's playing the nerd guy is, oh, God, who is it? It should be in the article. Okay, no, Chris see. Evans is in talks for playing the dentist, which is who Steve Martin played. Okay. In the movie. Um, oh, Jesus. Who's playing the nerd? Oh, oh uh, uh, Taron Egerton, Egerton. Who's also hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're going to put some glasses on him. It's Seymour's, and there was a whole thing on Twitter, like Broadway Twitter, about like Seymour's shouldn't be hot. They shouldn't be hot. They shouldn't mm. be hot. And as years have gone on, Seymour's have just been getting hotter and hotter. Yeah. They just put glasses on him. Right. Um, so... You know, it, I'll see what happens, I guess. Okay. I'll see even if this movie gets made. But um, So right now we're seeing Scarlett Johansson, yes. Taron Egerton, and Chris Evans. Yes. Do any of them sing? I guess Taron Egerton sings. Uh, I want to say I've heard at some point Scarlett Johansson sing, but I could have dreamt that up. <laughs> Yeah, I could see her being like a Zoe Deschanel and like singing twee yeah. little songs. I mean, if she, well, the thing is like also Audrey, 
you can really do a lot with the character of Audrey and her singing voice. Right. So like, it, it, whatever she does, she just has to go. For what it. happened to Lady Gaga? I thought she was going to be Audrey. She would have been really fun. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. If if look, if Scarlett Johansson can play a tree, she can at least sing. <laughs> like if she's she must be really versatile. So you're not upset about this casting so far. You're open to it. I'm open to it, but I really don't necessarily need a remake of the Little Shop of Horrors musical mm. movie because the original musical movie was so good yeah. um, and so successful. But, you know, what are you going to do? We're getting West Side Story. Might as well get um, Little Shop of Horrors. All right. All right. You you said it. Yeah. I, I'm just there. like, why not? If people got the money, I'll see it. And if it's bad, then I'll be like, well, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, well, it was bad. At least we have the original. Right. It's not like where some movie musicals like it comes out and you're just like, this was bad and we don't have anything else. <laughs> this, yeah. Like this, this is, is not all we enough. have. Great. We have to wait another 50 years until this is remade. Right. Um. So in other music news, Queen Normani. Uh, is on the cover of Rolling Stone right now, mm. along with SZA and oh, Megan Thee Stallion. I saw she made a statement. She did. Mm. Well, firstly, if we're talking about what I am mad at, because again, this is about me. It's okay. my fucking podcast. Cool. Um, it's our podcast, but whatever. What's your name again? Um, So, Normani. <laughs> I guess that makes up. Normani is saying that she's halfway through her making her debut album. Halfway through, girl. And that the single's coming in summer. And it's like, bitch, we've been waiting since motivation. Where, how dare you put out that music video? How dare you do Love Lies, Dancing with a Stranger, all these amazing collaborations. We were ready for the album last summer. So is motivation not on the I don't album? know. I, maybe it's a bonus track. Maybe it's a song. But apparently the real single's coming in summer. I, all right. In the in the past, like, I don't know how many years it's been, probably for the past, like, six years, everything is just like a, ooh, this is a maybe single, but, like, the real single's exactly. coming. Like, kids, make up your damn minds, because I am so confused. If this is your single, you better go with it. Yes. I'm tired of these buzz singles. I'm tired of this whatever, oh, this was a single party for one, then getting being reduced to a bonus track on dedication. Right. <laughs> like, I know. It's just, well, not that especially, listen, but. I stand party for one. No, I was singing it in the showers today. You are the party of one that stands on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, no, I completely agree. Like, I don't, I'm not about a buzz single. I'm not about a taster. Like, give us the single. And also, the Motivation Music video is not a music video you make for a buzz single no stupid love is a music video you make for a buzz single <laughs> i'm sorry for shitting on her whole, whole thing but i'm right like i mean the, the stupid love video was yes. you know that was filmed a day yes that was a, maybe, a maybe short they, shoot maybe they had two days yes to do they, it, they you know, got to the choreo sure they got together everything. but like that that's not a first single but music motivation video. was a first single music video did so they like did they think like, oh, did they were they surprised at how successful it was? I think? think they were. From what I heard, Normani got an offer to perform at the VMAs. And they're like, OK, we have this song. We can shoot a video for it while she's on tour. And like, so just so we can like not give up this VMA slot. But it's like you really had no other music to follow. You didn't even have a second single to tide us over. Like, what the hell? Wow. It bugs me. But anyways, the big story for, you know, the people that are not me is that uh, Normani did broke her silence about her former bandmate, Camila Cabello, and her racism. Um, so in a Rolling Stone interview, she was asked what she thought about uh, the tumblers that came out of Camila's uh, that were, I guess, from when she was 14, where she used the N-word a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that interview, uh, Normani says... Um, 
that she's still wrapping her head around those template posts, but as a black woman with young black fans, she wants to be concise with how she addresses it. I just want to make sure that anything I say is exactly what I mean. I'll get back to me on that. And she does get back to me on that in writing after deliberating for a couple of weeks. I want to be very clear about what I'm going to say on this uncomfortable subject and figured it would be best to write out my thoughts to avoid being misconstrued as I have in the past. Girl, excellent idea. Always write out your thoughts. Especially for something like this. Yes. This is so much. Yes. Do not speak right exactly i struggled with talking about this because i didn't want it to be a part of my narrative but i am a black woman who is a part of an entire generation that has a similar story she begins via email all right i face senseless attacks daily as of the rest of my community this represents a day in the life for us i have been tolerating discrimination uh far before i could even comprehend what was happening direct and subliminal hatred has been geared towards me for many years solely because of the color of my skin it would be dishonest if i said that this particular scenario didn't hurt me it was devastating that this came from a place that was supposed to be a safe haven and a sisterhood because i knew that if the tables were turned i would defend each of them in a single heartbeat it took days for her to acknowledge what i was dealing with online and then years for her to take responsibility for the offensive tweets that recently resurfaced. Whether or not it was her intention, this made me feel like I was second uh, to the relationship that she had with her fans. And these quotes, these tweets are coming out um, kind of just the two of those together. There is a separate section in which she says, I do believe that people can change and evolve, and I feel like maybe this is going to be a learning lesson for her, something to that effect. So she's not like writing Camila off as like racist forever, which, you know, I would <laughs> if I were, <laughs> but when, when they go low, she goes. High. Yes. And when I go, when Normani they go low, is our Michelle Obama, guys. <laughs> she's a very Michelle ask, but of course, stands on Twitter are mad at Normani and think that she's playing the victim. Okay. And Camila like, stands. It's just like, you better call this it. is the time where you need to this is the back. time where you have to be like oh yeah my girl fucked up that's the thing is like why even try to defend this girl who even in her own tweet said like yeah i said really fucked up shit in my past and like yes like I've done Camilla, horrible apologize things. and apologize and apologize right so why would you go out of your way to defend this person who said that she was wrong stands are crazy and the thing is i feel some days i feel like a stand some days i'm like oh if i did anything i would support her and do anything and like be by her side but it's like there's a line to that. Like, I was a Michael Jackson stan until I saw that fucking movie, and now I'm out. Well, but it's also kind of just like, as a stan, you can acknowledge when, you know, your your favorite does something that's right. not great, or like, you know, I, I we are Lady Gaga fans, but we're just like, do better, you can yes, do better. Yes. Like, you know. You gotta support them in that way. Speaking yeah. of, how excited are you for this Hillary documentary coming out? Oh, girl. Is it this week? Oh, it's oh March fourteenth. Uh, oh, say. it's okay. So oh, I think it's middle of March, unless it's March fourth, which ooh, I was that, not ready. All right, you gotta oh, get ready. Oh, oh, I'm so ready. I was talking to my coworkers, yeah. and uh, my coworker Lisi was just like, "Oh, I want to come over and watch it with you because I don't have Hulu." And I was like, "Girl, come over." And like, well, like, well, you'll drink wine because I don't drink, but like, she because uh, Alicia likes um, white wine, and mm. I'm like, "Oh, but Alicia, Hillary's drink of choice is Chardonnay, <laughs> and Alicia hates Chardonnay, oh. and so Alicia's like, "Fuck that! I'm bringing Savion Blanc," and I was like. If you bring Savion fucking Block to my party for our popular oh vote winner. Oh, my God. I mean, they're both white wine. Like, what does it fucking matter? Uh, white wine fan. The white wine stands are the worst of them all. I don't know they, about that. They just, it's like, I know, um, a, I know Adele hates Chardonnay. Really? Yes. How do you know what wine I, preferences I, all these I, women I have? I read it somewhere and I texted Alicia. I was like, Alicia, Adele also despises Chardonnay. And if it's anywhere backstage at one of her concerts, she gets mailed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah, love but, that her but Hillary loves Chardonnay, so it's like, 
I'm team Chardonnay. So I'm right because Matt Steele now loves Chardonnay, <laughs> which he has never and will never drink. So we love that for him. Um, and other just like thirst news: Justin Bieber, Maluma, Lil Nas X, Kendall Jenner, SZA, and more. How are all new Calvin Klein models? I saw the Maluma ones because those are the only ones I looked at. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Like, I guess we just don't talk about just like hot guys a lot on this podcast. But no. my, my god, my god. <laughs> he's a person whose music I've truly never listened to outside of his collaborations with Madonna, and I feel like he's problematic in ways. Like he like made a whole stink about not being gay recently in like kind of a homophobic way, and I feel like he may support some. Um, where is he Colombian? Do we know where he's from? I forget. Whatever, wherever nationality is, he supports the government. That's kind of very right wing. I feel okay, so. Maluma. All men are trash, <laughs> but like just visual. We can look at the Calvin Klein. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: that song with uh, him and Madonna, um, Medellin or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Um, they, I remember listening to it and being like, "Oh, I don't know how I feel about the song." And then you being like, "The song's horrible. I can't believe it's. <laughs> I can't believe it's the first single." And I was like, "Okay, I guess I see where Matt Palmer's coming from. Like, it doesn't really like really hit you hard and everything." And then I saw that music video, and he was so <laughs> he is so hot in the music video that I, I immediately think. texted Matt Palmer. I was like, "Nope, you're wrong." The song's great. The song, the is, song great. is great. And now whenever yes. I hear the song, whenever it comes up on my shuffle, he just sounds like so smolderingly sexy <laughs> that I'm just like, God, this song's great. Is he the most like universally attractive pop star right now? I feel like I, I, I would star. say absolutely. I mean, I feel like don't think so. What art? There are Sean Mendes people. He's very pretty. Sean Mendes is very pretty. But yes. I mean, Maluma is both like pretty and like could punch you in the face. <laughs> And you'd be like, sure, yeah, punch me harder. Okay, well, <laughs> Lil Nas X also looks great. Yes, in these pictures, I'm like, yes, good Lil for Na- you. Lil Nas X is young, very. Yes, young, he's very young. Yeah. But he's like a little cutie. Sizzle looks amazing. Uh, Justin Bieber also modeled. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have his mustache. Cool. He looks good. I think he looks good no, in the pictures. No, no, I think he looks good no, in the pictures. I disagree. I think Justin Bieber looks attractive. Lay Zhang looks great. Who's that? See him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. <laughs> oh yeah, I see that. I see that. I see that. I see I see that. that. Uh, yeah. so I'm wait, just saying, maybe should, like, maybe you should show me again. <laughs> I mean, I've shown you enough. This is, uh, you know, a podcast. People can't see it besides us. But I'm just saying, Calvin Klein is doing something for all of us, and I feel like we've all looked at it. You know, an old Mark Wahlberg guy, even though he's problematic as well because he blinded someone in his youth. But yeah. Mark Wahlberg, as a young Calvin he's, Klein he's, model, he's in try making amends. Has he? I mean, yeah. Like, what has he done recently? <laughs> You're saying thing. he hasn't recently Look, blinded someone? <laughs> he's, he's definitely been trying to do better, do things for the community. He's, a, of course, apologized profusely because, you know. Has he apologized about that specific incident? Of course oh, he I has. Oh, I didn't know that What do you has. mean, has he apologized for that? That's, like, the incident. I know it is, but I, I didn't know he apologized. I know he, like, was like, I shouldn't have done boogie nights because I'm a Christian or whatever. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> To me right now, that's his most problematic. Because it's, it's just like, why are you? And it's like you wouldn't be a thing if it yeah. wasn't Boogie Nights. Yeah, uh, wasn't Boogie Nights. Uh, lastly, Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks has announced that the new single "Gaslighter," I believe, comes out on uh, March fourth. Gaslighter? Is it about the president? Of no, the unfortunately, States? it's not. It's about Natalie's ex-husband, supposedly, who is Donald Trump. Surprise! No, no Natalie Maines was not married to Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, But the lyrics include, we moved to California and we followed your dreams. I believed in the promises you made to me. Hollywood welcomed you with open doors. No matter what they gave you, you still wanted more. Gaslighter, denier, doing anything to get your ass farther. Gaslighter, big timer, repeating all the mistakes of your father. 
And oh. when she was preparing this album with the rest of her chicks, uh, I believe the ex-husband was trying to stop some of these from coming out because he was like, this is defamation. She's writing about me and it's not true, blah, blah, blah. Oh. But hey, those lyrics are up on Instagram and it's like, Natalie, you better work. You better. You always better work. <laughs> it's Natalie. just like, have the Dixie Chicks not been through enough? Can't they come back and like have a giant era yes, like please. was their last album the album that they won album of the year for I feel like they put out one album after that whole shut up and sing moment mm-hmm. and it was good and like had you know not ready to make nice was the single of course which is a great song and uh, also easy silence was on that album which I really love and long way around I think it was called long way around anyways <laughs> I feel like that was their last album they put out and I swear that was Maybe 15 years ago now. Oh, that was a while. Like, I think it won, Not Ready to Make Nice, like, won, like, record and song of the year, like, 2007. And it's like, what? I mean, maybe she's just been focused on this relationship or, like, Like, he was gaslighting her. He was. If I hear the word gaslighting one more time. I mean, like, that is just, like, the word everyone screams at each other in the political discourse of 2020. It's true. You say something that anyone disagrees with and people are like, you're gaslighting. And it's like, wait, wait. (laughs) I mean, sure, but, like, I'm not going to take uh, Natalie Maine's truth from her. No, that is the only version of, the word gaslighting I will listen to <laughs> that you accept for, from, for my own sanity hey I appreciate that I yeah. think that's appropriate um, but yeah Taking the Long Way came out in 2006 it won album of the year record of the year and song of the year in February 2007 uh, not ready to make nice being the song and record Damn. but that's so long ago that was their last one that was their last one wow and even though it was obviously a critical darling and won all these awards I think it was a commercial disappointment to, you know well, compared maybe. to her their earlier work but you know, as we all saw in Miss Americana, people use the Dixie Chick as, as an example of what not to do as a young country pop star. And it's just like, no, speak your mind. Yeah. Do what you, because I'm just, was anything that was said wrong, really? I mean. Why were they blacklisted? All they just said is they didn't agree with the president. Yeah, they said, like, we're ashamed she's from Texas. Like, is that that bad? Yeah. We've said way worse on two game. I mean, it's true. And maybe this will come back to haunt us. Our, well, our hatred do. of stupid love. Oh, no. I'll never win record of the year. Well, I better win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, do you have anything else for news for idiots? Anything else we need to tell the people think, for our little break? I think that that's the news I got. All right. Great. Yeah. Well, let's take a little break. We'll be back with more two game podcast. Everybody, we are back, We're back in action, and we are on to the segment "Email My Heart," yes. which is where you email us and we answer any questions you may have. You can be a part of "Email My Heart" if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T W O. Yes. So the first question comes from Kamani. So Kamani says, "Hi, Mats. This Hi. question is for Matt Steele. So sorry, Matt Palmer, you're going to wow, have to leave the room. harsh. Um, I know you're a Big Brother fan, and I am curious to know if you have seen any seasons of Big Brother." Canada. It's the exact same format as BBUS. The eighth season is starting next week. BB Can tends to have more diverse casts and spectacular and spectacular house designs. As much as I love BBUS, the house is atrocious every season. I would love to know if you've seen it and if you have any thoughts. Love you guys. Kamani, please, I beg of you, Send me a link of where to watch Big Brother Canada because whenever I ask anyone where can I watch Big Brother Canada, everyone is just like, it's on YouTube, it's on YouTube. And I've searched and scoured and done everything I can. I cannot find Big Brother Canada, like full seasons with full episodes in good quality on YouTube. Kamani, I've never seen Big Brother Canada. Please open this door for me because I hear it's amazing. So and you've better. heard amazing things about I've Big Brother Canada. I've heard amazing okay. things about Big Brother Canada right. and how it's better than Big Brother US right now. And so, 
I just and but I, the thing is, Kamani, I have to start at season one. I can't just like jump in at season eight. I mean, it's I, not like there's a storyline. It's just different cast. I know, but you know me. You know I like to follow the timeline. Okay. So Kamani or anyone who is a Big Brother fan who listens to Two Game Ads podcast, do a brother a favor and please. Send an email to twogameads at gmail.com with <laughs> oh how my to find Big Brother Canada because I would love nothing more than to see Is it, it on iTunes? Maybe you could buy it. I'm not buying it. Oh my God. <laughs> but if that's the only way, like maybe I will. I, I'm, you know, work has been very, very busy this that's month. That's good. So like I have, I have a little bit of savings. Mm. Um, although I probably should pay off some other things before I buy you know, big, all the eight seasons of Big Brother Canada. Okay. Uh, so the next uh, question comes from Cole. Uh, hey guys, simple question. Thoughts on Doja Cat? She's versatile. She's pop. She's rap. And her music is so colorful. Would love to know your opinions. Thanks, Cole. Cole and Matt Palmer, tell me what Doja Cat is because I see people tweeting about Doja Cat all the time. And up until Cole's email, I thought it was like a cartoon or something. And then Cole emailed us and I was like, oh, it must be a singer. No, yeah, she's an artist. She is a rapper and singer. Uh, she broke out on the scene, I believe, in 2018 uh, with a viral kind of comedy song called Moo. And it was just like, Moo? Moo. And it was like, you, you know. You are not about something like that. You know I'm not. <laughs> so I ignored it. But it was after she just put out a song that is becoming a hit. And it's like kind of like a disco throwback thing. It's called Say So. It's very good. And so I went back and watched Moo. It was still not for me. <laughs> it's like a comedy song with like a video with intentionally bad graphics and you like are not about a comedy and song and you like, are not about bad graphics I'm not you are yeah say so is catchy it's cute she has a cute fluttery little voice I love that um but I think we all need to know and I need to spread the word that Dr. Luke produced that song so if you're listening to that song you're supporting Kesha's um alleged rapist so I don't mean to bring the party down so here proceed with caution <laughs> yes I just think we need to proceed with caution about it because uh, he has changed his name he like goes by like trashy tray or trash box tray or something oh, that's, and it's like ooh. sweetie that's Dr. Luke that's, so, that's rough that's rough um, so but the I, song is catchy it's good if you like it I get it I like Dr. Luke's songs like Since You've Been Gone and like GRL Ugly Heart I get it he's a talented guy in this way yeah, and you're not gonna stop streaming Since You've Been Gone I'm really not but <laughs> I don't need to add things to my repertoire that he's been involved in hence why when people ask about Kim Petras, I'm like, I can't, I can't engage mm. with that because that's a Dr. Luke collaborator and I just can't, can't do it. Okay. I mean, Sorry. You, have, you have your standards. You, you gotta have, it's like how I'm not watching Woody Allen movies. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and he would just love Blue Jasmine. And I tell him all the time because it's about like a Beverly Hills housewife. And it's just, uh, but you, you know, Kim specifically. Well, <laughs> but you know, you, you gotta do what you gotta that's do. The thing. You just gotta, that's the thing is I, I don't ask anyone else to conform for what I think morality is but like for me that's I a good just, quality yeah i don't yeah. want that i just i just want to make my own decisions based on yeah. my heart my honestly, heart says i'm not gonna do it my, honestly my interest on moo has been peaked <laughs> <laughs> well so dr luke was not I'm involved gonna, in moo i'm gonna so. oh really okay yeah, well, yeah. i want to listen to the song you like too well i mean it, the thing, called it's again? called say so say and so and it's probably gonna be her like big breakout hit she just performed it on jimmy fallon i believed and okay. like had a whole disco moment like it was very throwback very 70s very diana ross like what's better that or stupid love say so it's better than stupid okay well <laughs> but yes so um i don't know a lot about doja cat if there are other songs that you can recommend that dr luke has no involvement in please email us at twogaymats at gmail.com i'd love to answer those questions um so are there any more emails you want to talk about i think we're good i think we're good so matt Steele, you know what i'm gonna ask 
Yeah. What's been giving you moments this week, darling? What has given you life? This is the section of the podcast we talk about what has driven us and made us happy and given our our week life and moments and an iconic feeling, which we always have. So, Matt Steele, please tell the people what's been giving you moments. This is a purely selfish Uh one that none of you will care. Well, maybe you guys will care about it, but like... I booked something this week, oh, acting wise. What did you book? And I feel great. Something. Well, I can't say. Darling. Oh my god! You and, have to and, tell me when it's and, off. You know, it's it's one line, and I, <laughs> and I will probably be cut out of it, like you how I know. was cut out of the episode of This Is Us. It's not This Is Us. It's not This Is oh. Us. I will say though, it's something on Netflix. Okay, so, is it something I've watched? I don't know if you've watched okay. this, and so I'm just feeling on top That's of the world. That's amazing! Congratulations! I'm just damn good. I love that for it's, you because you know it's it's hard out there, guys. It's, it's not, hard out there. It's not an easy game. Trying you to have. find acting work. Yes, and I'm just feeling good, and that's just what's been giving me a moment. This I love week. that for you. Yeah. And also, like things have been like really good in terms of like you know getting auditions and like doing well with them. So like that's I'm good. like this last week. So like I'm I'm feeling. I'm feeling good about myself. All right, 2020, the year of Matt Steele, the, the actor. Yeah, you'll hopefully if I'm not cut out <laughs> on this show. All and, right, and of course, Devo's the movie, darling. If you aren't following Devo's the movie at Devo's the movie oh on Instagram and Twitter, it's there. It's all there for you to consume, and I on Facebook it. too. But you know, right. <laughs> only the adults go on Facebook hmm. now. And us. Oh uh, yes, and well, and you. <laughs> <laughs> you go on Facebook? I don't. You sometimes really? Not really. You don't go on like every day? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. No, I'm not. No. Interesting. I go on Twitter and Instagram a lot. See, Facebook, I like still go on, but I don't and just like look at what everyone else is doing, but I don't do anything Right, you don't like it. post. Right? Yeah, I don't post That's on That's fair. It. Occasionally I will. If I have like news that I'm like, oh, I want like my friends from high school to know this, right. you know, like when I, epi- the episode of whatever I booked airs, I'll yes. be like, everyone check me out. Hopefully I'm not cut out. Yes, I love. Yeah. So... Interesting. Yes, interesting. Yeah. So what what has been giving you moments, Matt Palmer? Well, Matt Steele, you saw me consuming some of this the other day. The new Netflix reality show, Love is Blind. You (laughs) talked about this last week. Did I? Yes. This was your giving me moments last week. Oh. Oh. Well, it's still going and it's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's still going. It's great. I saw Sonic. That was also giving me life, giving me moments. I went to play called What the Constitution Means to Me. You saw What the Constitution Means? Did you like it? It was amazing. Oh, my God. I wanted to. I've been like wanting to see it. And my friend Megan was like, um, uh, hey, I'm getting tickets. Uh, do you want to go? And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be in town for when she's getting tickets. So yeah. like, and I ended up not going with her. I and hear it's Friday, excellent. It's really excellent. It's wow. moving. It's amazing. It's like also the way that the show is done is so unique. It's like such a mix of, oh, I'm telling my story as the, you know, just like following the script of the show. But also I'm going to tell my story a little bit as the actor and mm-hmm. like the other people around. And then it ends with a debate. It's really, yeah, really I, cool. I hear that. Okay. It's about this woman who like. Did like wrote about something about the Constitution when she was in high school. Or well, something? she didn't write about it. She would go to these like competitions, uh-huh. and she would have to defend different parts of the Constitution, different amendments and things. Just like pulling things out of hats, like oh, you have to defend this Amendment Nine or whatever. And she won a bunch of money all throughout high school, even though she wasn't sure about how she felt about the Constitution and uh-huh. like how she felt about America in general. And she talks about that a little bit, but it more goes into her family history and she's like has a lot of like inherited trauma kind of stuff. So she mm-hmm. goes through like her great grandparents and like how that all has affected her and like her mom and her mom's relationship with her mom. It just is really interesting and beautiful. And then at the end they have this little young black girl come out and like she's just like well, I hear it changes every show. Like like the person who she debates. 
the Constitution. I, we, I looked it up. I don't think it does. Really? Yeah, I don't think it does. Oh, interesting. She was also on, in the Broadway production, the same girl. Oh. And she's like in the. It might be playbook. like a cycle of different people. Then okay. they just like rotate it. They, I, they, they showed a backup person, but okay. it just was like two people. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but it was great and interesting and wonderful. And the little girl we got was amazing. And yeah, I was like, I'm not a history person. I am not. You know, anything See, that I happened, love history. Ooh, love anything happened history. before 1990, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was moving and impressive, and I loved how there were personal connections, and I cared about the character. I cared about the actress. I just was, it was great. It was really good. You should you should see it. Okay, it, how do you know how much longer it's playing? I don't know. Okay, I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. We'll figure it out. It's quite good. Okay, cool. All right. Well, guys, if you live in the LA area, you might see me in the audience. All right. Of, uh, what the Constitution means. Yes, to me. keep your eyes peeled. Being like, yes, peel. get them. Well, don't do that. <laughs> it's a play. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen, play. <laughs> no, you will not see me shout out anything during a play. Oh, my God. If you go to anything with Matt Steele, you'll see like a freaking statue next to you. Like, Did you like that? <laughs> I'm just like, I loved it. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand your reactions, your non reactions, but. Love it. Guess I'm the quieter I am, the more I love something. Okay. What did we watch? It was a concert. We went to like a concert or something and you were like sitting like a fucking choir boy. It was weird. A concert? I feel like we went to a concert. It wasn't the Mariah concert. The Mariah concert, I like screamed for okay. her and everything. That's good. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, think about I it. I think you just dreamt it. Nope. Didn't. Okay. I don't dream about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Mats or at Matt Power Music for and me. At it's Matt Steele. And uh, we'll be back next week with more 2 Mats podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.